Hi, I'm Sung Ray. I'm something else. Here at Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a Black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome. Hello, everyone. This is Black Girl Soul. I am something else and song ray so we are back with a new drama new opinions new things we like and dislike about the show law school law school is a (laughs) law school is a jtbc drama that aired on netflix Wednesdays and Thursdays from April 14th to June 9th with a total of 16 episodes. It's a legal drama set at Hanguk, I hope I'm saying that right y'all, Hanguk University Law School. This drama mystery is about first year students who work to solve a beloved professor's murder and exonerate the unpopular professor who is accused of the crime. In between the courtroom dramas and intrigue, we learn more about each student and watch as their secrets also surface. Tell us more about the actors, Sung Rae. Yes, so in law school, we have a lot of heavy hitters. So we'll just start off with Kim Young Min. Uh, Again, friends for names, y'all know how we do. I'm gonna do my best, but if it ain't right, please forgive me and help me out if you can. You can easily send us a message and I'll gladly read it and try and make corrections. Um, But any which way, he was in the dramas, The Miracle We Met and Closer to Heaven. He is the lawyer teacher, um, Yang Jong-hyun, who they affectionately call Yakritis. That's who he was. And so then we have uh, Lee Jung Un, who was in Parasite, she was the the maid, if I'm not mistaken, in Parasite. She was also in The Lighting Your Eyes when the Camellia Blooms, and once again, y'all, her list was long. She had a whole lot of drama she was in, but I picked the ones that she got awards for because that was just easier. <laughs> um, next, we have Kim Bum. Kim Bum was in. Boys Over Flowers, The Winter the Wind Yay! Blows, <laughs> Till of the Nine-Tailed. <clears throat> we have Rue or Rai? Rue? Yeah, I don't know. Rue Hai Young. She was in Reply 1988 as the sister, um, Harry's sister. Um Su Kyung was in Reply 1988 as well, where the stars land and Mr. Zhu, the VI, the missing VIP. That's a movie. Um, David Lee, he was in Goo Family Book, Save Me, Hotel de Luna, and Itawan Class. I did not remember him in Itawan Class. Some something else had to tell me. Yeah, I remember him being in there. Was there someone else? I'm like, yeah, no, I don't even remember him being in the drama. So yeah, that was one of our faves. And finally, Ang Ne Sung, who was in 18 Again, Dodo So So La La So, Secret Real Agent Mouse. But y'all, this is an aside, but I just cannot help myself right here. This dude was in nine dramas this year alone. When I tell you he's a working son of a gun, he is a working son of a gun. Nine dramas this year. 
that blue yeah and, I, and when we were talking about it i was like he is the samuel l jackson of south korea because <laughs> he about to make that check right does he owe somebody money does he have loan sharks sharks <laughs> nipping at his heels because he stayed working right he stayed i mean, I mean he's in hallways like uh can i get a job can i get a job like what is up dude <laughs> Everywhere he's ever, family. Like, no disrespect, but he'll see his family. <laughs> man, his list was long. Movies, dramas, TV series. He was in a lot of stuff. Like I was blown away. Like I don't even know what to pick out of this. So I'm gonna just go with the new stuff because the list is long. <laughs> and before you all say, well, you know what? Maybe he filmed it earlier and it's just hitting in 2021. Yes, true. But that meant he did that. He did a lot of work before. <laughs> he mm -hmm. was busy before. He, he stays stacking up some traumas so that they can hit now. Think about what he's doing right now so that next year we're like, oh, he's doing 15 dramas. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. Sorry and to seriously, interrupt. Go on. No, you're good because if we went into 2020, 2020, that list was long. So again, we just mm. talk in January to July now of the stuff that he's in. Don't let's not talk about 2020 because that list was long too. Again, that man is a working son of a good. <laughs> the director for this drama was Kim Sung Yoon, who also directed The Lighting Your Eyes and Listen to Love. And then the writer was Seoin, who also did screenwriting for Judge versus Judge. If you've ever heard or seen that, I had never heard of it. But those were our key players in the cast and writers and directors. Okay. Well, I'll tell you from Get, if I were to rate this thing, um, I would give it like a solid B plus. May I don't want to give it an A for reasons that we will discuss further, but I I'd give it a solid B plus. How about you? Um, for me, it is going to get a B minus, and we could talk about the why. Like I deal in numbers, so seven point five is my range that I'm going with in my head. So that's probably like a B minus. I'm a guess because in the third yeah any which way that's where he, where they're out for me I, I like the drama but then there were some areas where I just had a couple of confusions and got lost so we can go into the details in a little bit and is there anything that you want to like use to whet the appetite of the listeners like the you know an interesting fact about the show or something that really stood out to you so my wet the appetite would be a major plot hole for me. The major plot hole for me would be that every single synopsis we looked at said that they were first year law students. However, I'm trying to understand, was that drama truly over the span of three to four years? Did they truly go through law school and get jobs in the time span that we watched? Because there were so many jumps back and forth in time. And if you weren't careful, you didn't know if you were in the present or in the past. That was my issue. Okay. And see, for me, it's like, I can believe that pretty much that was just their first year of law school. But, and, and we'll get into it. We'll get into it later. But yeah, you know, y'all know she doesn't suspend disbelief. And also I'm allowing for the fact that I don't know how, um, law schools are structured in general and certainly not in South Korea. Like for all we know, every year they have some kind of mock, um, court courtroom type situation for their students. So they're doing it even as freshmen, right? Because when you're in, um, 
when you're in America, I don't know about law school, but like in high school, I don't think freshmen were really doing like mock trial, were they? Um, I couldn't tell you anything about what the law students were doing, but the mock trial wasn't even my issue. Again, it was the internships. They were going on formal internships, deciding things and running stuff, which would lead you to believe they had something behind them. That's not necessarily first year, but again, we could talk about it later. Cause I, I totally am not in agreement with that. <laughs> right. And I, and I agree with that point, the point that you just made, like you would never expect that they would do full-on internships but then I have to wonder how long those internships were because think about when we did we could potentially do internships as freshmen right when we're in college anyway we could talk about it later definitely so that's the hopefully the first five minutes or the you know the intro and so we are about to spoil the hell out of this show so if if you plan <laughs> on watching this show, then I hope that you like our ratings. I hope they've interested you and made you want to check out the show because it is worth checking out. We've both rated them as Bs. If they were like Ds or Fs, then we'd be like, don't go see that crap. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, especially as the rest of you all listening to the show, especially if you've watched it, we will talk about with more depth why um, this show is something worth seeing. So now that we have given that spoiler alert, I'll tell you one of the first things that struck me, or we can continue talking, <laughs> talking about how Song Ray is not having it. She's like, first year mine. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I'll say from get go with King Soul A, because of course, for those of us watched it we know there's a king soul a and a king soul b like the way you have like multiple jennifers in a class you have to like name you know make them jennifer by their last name or jennifer something else well there were two king souls and they were very different so king soul a she didn't have her stuff together she was messed up and unfortunately she was the lead and got on my last nerve because I'm not expecting you to be like, you know, super geek, super nerdy nerd, even though you're in the land of nerds. Um, but she was poor, or she is poor, poor, barely squeaked into that law school. And then she has the nerve not to study. She has the nerve to be like, a, you know, lackadaisical about this great opportunity she has. It just threw me off. I was just like, I mean, I, I could understand if she wasn't perfect, but then I would have expected her to be earnest because we've seen plenty of dramas where, for example, the female lead or in some cases, the male lead will not have all their ducks in a row, but they trying, they working hard. You know, <laughs> this chick, nah, she was, she found everything to do, but her, her homework. It was getting on my last nerve. And then she was just, mm, she just, her, her whole personality, like she was belligerent. And I'm like, what do you have to be belligerent about? Like you just, it got on my nerves. I mean, because she's supposed to represent like, you know, she was in juvie and stuff. If you see her as like a hood chick or she's, you know, kind of hard nosed, maybe, but how you gonna wanna go to school and then not wanna go to school? I, I don't get it. 
Song Ray. So for me, she wasn't really an issue. I didn't trip off of her for too much. The one thing I did trip off of, so as as we all know, um, and again, we're past the spoiler portion. So Solal has a twin sister and they tell us this in like early readings about the drama and early information that you get so I automatically assume Kang So B because I'm going they have the same name yeah Kang So La Kang So B till later we get to meet the family and realize oh hell they know they're nowhere near related but initially I thought they were sisters and they even shared a dorm room like it was just weird as hell like why did they put them together in mm. such a manner I was trying to figure that part out like what was the point of locking these two together making them roommates and making them other than showing the contrast in personalities, as you stated, like she's the damn opposite of Kong So B. So I don't understand it. I, I couldn't quite put my finger on that. And I can understand having them, you know, that contrast being um, like they each stand out more by standing next to each other. Like, because King So B like she she was some kind of no personality having chick like you understand <laughs> as time goes on why <laughs> she's like a dud you know like she cold I mean until we actually meet Kang Dan who is Kang Soul A's sister until we meet her or at least the version of her that we we are exposed to I, I didn't know cold until we saw King Soul Ace, real sister. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it, it, cause because you know you King Soul B seemed all cold-blooded and King Soul A, <laughs> she didn't give a damn. She just let it roll off of her. And I was like, this chick has been throwing you all kinds of shade, calling you dumb, <laughs> just man feeling like expressing major disdain towards King Soul A. But then when you realize that she grew up with like a sister who's just like this chick, you're like, oh, okay, it makes sense. It makes sense that she didn't care that the woman was cold towards her. And, you know, <laughs> she didn't care. She, been, she grew up with someone like that. So, but it took me a while to warm up to Kang Soul A. It really took like seeing the earnest side of her personality to kind of be like, okay, yeah, you don't go to class. Yeah, you, you, you look like you ain't about anything, but you know, <laughs> you fight for folks. Like that was her, that was her big virtue. She fought for people. So yeah, I don't know. But what, what stood out to you as far um, as the characters or the plot? The other thing that stood out to me was um, Han Jui. So I hope I just said his name correctly. I'm was it Hanjui or was it I'm sorry ladies and gentlemen it was yeah Hanjunwi Hanjunwi him I liked I liked his person I liked his dedication but what I didn't like and I guess this was just you know part of the show and what they were trying to do was how they like kind of skewed it toward he's the killer to know he's not the killer. He's just a bad, a bad nephew to know he's really not a bad nephew to like, it was like his person and who he was throughout the show shifted a whole lot. And so I couldn't root for him and be on team Jun Wee till after we got so far into the drama. And that kind of 
kind of drove me a little bit batty because I guess I'm used to the drama settings usually letting you know up front who your characters are what their personalities are mm-hmm. and how they flow well with Junwi you couldn't do that and so it took me a minute before I could finally fully root for him and feel okay about rooting for him because of how this show was going for me <laughs> yeah the show the show definitely jerked us around I mean, one of the things I like about the show is that it had some like really stellar cliffhangers, like it had some surprises. That's a definite reason to watch the show. With him, they already established him as incredibly smart. Mm -hmm. And I hate to be like this, but sometimes I use um, if a actor is really well known or popular to determine whether they're really going to let them go down a particular path. You know, like in American television, if if you're watching Law & Order and you see somebody who's like a particularly well-known actor somehow, I'm like, oh, that's the person who did it. Because why would you have that <laughs> caliber of actor in, in the drama and not have them be like a central figure, right? So when I looked right. at him, even though he was given all kinds of skeevy asshole from the get-go, I was kind of like, I know you're not going to be the bad guy. Like, I know you're not going to be the bad guy. Dude <laughs> from Boys Over Flowers, you ain't going to be the bad guy. So the biggest question about him, because they did try to jerk it back and forth. So I knew he was going to be dirty. I knew he was going to do dirty stuff. I didn't think he was going to be a bad, bad guy because they from get-go said he was highly intelligent. He was super smart. Like he was that guy. So I was like, if he was going to kill somebody, he'd do it a little bit better than the way it's going down. Right. Right. And also my big thing was that initially he looked like he was giving all kinds of attention to King Sol B. So that was, that was what stood out to me. As some of you all saw on Twitter, I was doing all kinds of videos going, who he with, who he's going to be with, who he chooses. (laughs) Like, that was my big interest in him. It wasn't if I thought he was really the killer. I didn't think he was a killer. It was, which girl is he going to choose at the end? Which which woman? Hello, woman. Can I not be sexist? Mm. Which woman is he going to choose? And at first he was giving console B all kinds of play, you know, touching her glasses and stuff and being all kind of low key South Korean version flirtations. Cause you know, if he was an American character, he'd have been like kissing her in hallways and all kinds of stuff, but you know, it's South Korea. So he just took off her glasses and cleaned them and stuff. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so he was doing that, but then I was like, all of a sudden, he was impressed about her. And I was like, I couldn't figure out why. I didn't know if he just thought she was too damn cold or what the deal was. But all of a sudden, because, I mean, I knew he he started working more closely with Kang Sol A. Suddenly, he completely switched gears and he was all about Kang Sol A. And at first, I thought, okay, maybe I'm just reading a romance where there is really no romance. But then... Kang Sol B started noticing that he was checking for Kang Sol A. So that's when I was like, okay, y'all, y'all messing up. Y'all, y'all not being clear about the romance. I need the romance to be like clear for me. And that's one of the things we can talk about later, but that's one of the things I did not like about this drama. It didn't, it didn't deliver when it came to the romance, but go on. Well, and for me, I think, you know, I I hear you on that part because that's, 
not really what I was looking for. I was okay mm. with them not having any romance in this. My biggest issue and what I think my turn off and why I couldn't make it a solid B and why it's B minus damn near C is because of the time hopping and the jumping and you couldn't stay focused with anything. So like, you're correct. And one of the initial flashbacks, she lies and tells him she's a student at Hancock University when she wasn't because she hadn't applied yet. And her little sister was with her and her little sister was, you know, kind of seeing and paying attention to what was going on and trying to be helpful. She gave him the books and she was like, you know, what'd you give him the books for? You need those because you need to be going. They were her old, her old, well, her twin, I was about to say her older sister, her twins books. And her twin had been a student at Hancock University, which again is a problem for me because how was she a student when B wasn't a student or when A wasn't a student? So like, ah, so done, so A, they, they were just, it was all kind of wonky confusion for me. And that was my whole reason for why this drama couldn't be like a B plus A because it just was too, it was too confusing. So much so that I stopped, remember? I stopped watching and then I came back in because you you were like, come on, let's finish it. Let's do this one together. And I'm like, okay, let me go back in. I'm gonna try it again. And I went back in and I'm glad I finished it because honestly, it, it had a good ending. It gave me my closure that I needed. But initially I just kept getting confused. Like what the hell, where, where, where are we now? Who's doing, well, why did he do this? Why didn't he do that? Even to the point y'all, I'ma just go and blow it all the way up. We're, we're talking today and planning for the show and something else says, now who killed the, the um? <laughs> I'm like forgetting, I'm forgetting. I'm like, right. wait a minute. And then when, when somewhere reminded me, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause it went so all over the place. Girl, <laughs> I mean, I was about to say girl, like it could be boys too. Girls and boys, men and women out there listening. It got so confusing at one point they are busted a hacker ring like i was like i know right. why they doing it and how it's going down but everything's happening in the show so yes Sorry it was just I think, on, no you're on. fine totally totally because i wanted you to jump in because i'm like i didn't want to blow you all the way out but i'm like uh we this this show was confusing it was good but it was a confusion and so oh something else that we had talked about on twitter early on when this first came out was i had a few people asking hey and i think me and vespertain who's on uh, twitter talked about this vest because it just makes life easier so i don't mess her name up this we're talking and she was saying you know how the parallels to how to get away with murder which is an american tv show how this show really paralleled it a whole lot and i'm i'm totally having to agree with her it did like to the point where i was almost like um they not doing no copyright right because y'all look like this show is damn near a pull from <laughs> an episode of how to get away with murder so i don't know well only because like they totally gave me how to get away with murder so that's why i did the whole like image or whatever but i didn't really watch how to get away with murder like all that so i didn't know if it was very similar or not at all <laughs> it was just like it just you know young people in law school with a charismatic teacher, it lent itself to how to get away with murder. So, um, but yeah, I think I had a point and I forgot it and I have notes and, but we always just talk off the cuff too. All over the place. I mean, yes. one of the, one of the major elements, because they didn't just give us the main drama. It's like, they gave us the main drama and then they did this, what I consider to be great writing and genius writing, which was 
Now let's go underneath the main mystery of who killed the professor and if the other professor is going to be charged with the crime and let's give you some other courtroom drama. So let's give you the, I mean, mind you, mind you, how are you gonna put all these students together in the same study group and they all have all kinds of drama and trauma? How are you gonna do that? That don't make no sense. It's only on television, right? But you got a Jill who, ho, ho, not who, played by David Lee, who was trying to get justice for his father, right? The villain in his story just so happens to be the villain that they ultimately go after, right? right. <laughs> then you have Joe's Yi Sul, who is this woman in the group. She's considered, I guess, to be really pretty in the group. And she has this boyfriend who's abusing her. Yeah. And lo and behold, the boyfriend is the son of the villain, you know, like, <laughs> you know, so some stuff was kind of like super obvious and super TV-ish and some stuff was great because then you got to swerve off for a while and deal with other dramas, other bits and pieces. You know, there's at one point, I'm not saying her name correctly, so I'm going to, what, what kind of nickname can we give her? Um, cute girlfriend? I don't know. But the girlfriend basically has to defend herself um, after her boyfriend goes a bit too far and, and she kind of inadvertently defends herself. And then he gets hurt and he's a pure bit of evil. Um, but guess who his daddy is? The you know, ultimate villain himself. So she has to defend herself. So that's an interesting element. That's an interesting plot diversion for a while to, to look at. Then you have the one guy who started hacking and, and that one just threw me off. Like, I didn't even understand why that was there. That Now that one was confusing. His name is Sungjae. He, I would say for him, the reason why is that it was what he was always doing. Like, I think if we were to do a back on him, you catch that he was always hacking. He was always handling his business and doing what he needed to do because he had come from this position of being a doctor to now he wants to shift over to being a lawyer. So that was what he was doing to help himself. I can go back and look at their old tests and see what I need to see and know how what kind of questions they're going to ask. And that just makes my life easier. I'm learning the information, but it is what it is. He got caught. That's where he fucked up. He got caught. Well, no, it's, but, it, but that's, that's my thing. I don't understand other than him potentially being able to or actually helping them with the case a little bit, I just didn't understand why he existed. Like and that was, was all the total reason why, because he was the one player who was right. in place to completely clear Yocrates. That was why. Right. But it just, it got on my nerves because I was just like, you going to tell me a full-fledged doctor is going to turn around and decide he wants to be a lawyer but then he gonna go and cheat unless he was cheating to become a doctor I'm like damn son like, <laughs> did it take all that like you already have brains do you have to be a cheateration <laughs> like you have to do all that <laughs> you have to be a cheater so it it just threw me off and then you know you have the comic relief when you have like what I'm who I'm calling 
Tweedledum and Tweedle, you know, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, or you could call Larry and Curly. <laughs> you know, one has one has long curly hair, the other one, you know, because like they were they were the background folks. Like I don't think they had anything particularly strong about them. They were just, you know, great to round off the cast, I guess. Yeah, and the one was just the asshole to be an asshole. Yeebone was an asshole on every front that he could be. He was always the quote-unquote devil's advocate, which led him to, you know, things just sounding a little off. And then for Bo-Key, Bo-Key, he was the one who liked Yisu, which was pretty girlfriend or cute girlfriend, whatever you're calling her. He was the one who liked her. And so he was the, the gaslight for her having empowerment and moving forward and feeling she could do this i don't know like you said they were round off characters didn't really mean much didn't really do much but yeah you, i guess you kind of needed them for it to not be flat right and and you know they kind of tried to introduce different ideas like we were talking about um of course general criminality but you know um domestic violence or dating violence if you will yeah um i i particularly and, liked in a weird kind of way i liked um king soleil's um, mother and sister younger sister way more than i liked her because they had personality for years they were interesting to me as characters you know the mother who ends up on the jury and she gave me all kinds of life she was and fucking hilarious. hilarious yes she was, hilarious. she was hilarious now and then the sister let's bag it up to the sister though before we go too too deep okay okay so iman ho who was the jailbird who lived next door with the tracker on his leg mm-hmm. i'm a little bit confused still because i just am why was he initially like being predatory towards the little sister if he was not the person who had done whatever and why did the sister think he was like i'm confused was he officially a child predator and if so okay so here's my issue why in the fuck was he allowed to live there is the law in korea that loose because they were in the hood Oh, that's that's not okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Because that to me should have been one of the reasons why he was easily able to be like arrested when they were trying to get him in the beginning and they couldn't find anything to catch him on. You're a trial predator living within 200 feet of the person who you preyed upon. Like, I don't understand that. But go ahead. Sorry. That again, suspension of disbelief. You know me. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... No, I, I totally agree with you. I, if we were in America with America's laws and regulations, I'd be like, yeah, you need to make a phone call and get his ass gone. But when you look at the space, you realize they are in the hood. Like I had to translate, that's what I'm saying with King Soul. I had to translate that she was that hood chick. She was that juvenile delinquent. She was that bad egg who was trying to, in her own way, make good. So when you translate that a bit and you realize they lived in the hood, like for real, I understand that like South Korea is supposed to be like, you know, safer than America in some ways and that their children tend to wander a bit. But I'm like, damn, if every one of y'all know that a full on child molester is living right next to you, 
how are you not on pins and needles constantly? And so that's why when dude put up the cameras, I was like, thank you. It's about time someone did something right because it didn't make any damn sense to me. Granted, that may have also been done so that you would flirt further the plot later. But yeah, I understand why you were confused by it. But the whole reason that first dude got hit was because he saw that dude was for real a child molester or like, or not maybe a child, he was, he was molesting somebody. Yeah, it was, it was a girl. So yeah, he was definitely a, a molester of some kind. And that's, how, that's why I said child predator. Cause I'm like, I'm not sure what exactly, but I know he kept like being real creepy and like eh, towards the sister and I'm going now what is your problem what is you doing and I'm trying <laughs> like to it was remember. too much for me I'm trying to remember because I don't think he had any kind of connection with King Soul's twin sister so it's not like he moved to that part of town to be next to them right it yet again one of those tv coincidences you know <laughs> where but he honestly just so happens no, to i thought he did go over there purposefully because of the little sister because remember he had met her before moving over there at that they were like outside of some kind of something the little sister picked up a paper and saw him and was like he's that guy and he was like right there and the next thing you know he moved in next door to them so so he decided to move next to the chick who happened to recognize him again it doesn't make sense I, I i told you suspension of disbelief i'm gonna let it all go so that i can move forward but just for me i needed to know like what the hell is this with this dude because the bitch even set his ass up so he was sitting and could look down into their damn apartment like oh dude. yeah it was crazy it was crazy <sighs> they were living impoverished and he was living straight up, like in the gutter. Like <laughs> the difference between the two buildings was he was he was a mess. He was a mess. His building looked abandoned shit. Right, right. <laughs> it was a mess. And then I was like, and you trying to get in touch with your son? Um, I think you need to think again, sir. That's called crazy. <laughs> That's called you're not in your right damn mind. Your son is living his best life so far away that you don't even know how to find him. And you want to go find him and mess up his world, stink up his good thing? Uh-uh, no. That's why I understood yeah. how it went down. Because I was like, yeah, you need to keep them as far apart as possible. And okay, let's give the MVP award. Am I saying that correctly? I'm tripping. MVP, you know I don't yeah. know about sports. M MVP award to the female professor, Kim Eun-suk, she, she gave me life. Aside from Kang Soo's mother and, and younger sister, it was the female professor who had me cracking up because she was playing two sides. She was like doing all this like two-faced, I'm friends with the villain, but here, here's the paperwork so that you can get this right having conversations with the students. Uh, this is how you have to go into the court case. And then she turned around and she's like, and she's talking next to him. And he's, he, the villain really thought she was on his side. I was yeah, like, Chick, his dumb ass. how are you doing this? What kind of brilliance are you? Do you remember her? Yeah. She's the one of I told course. you was in Parasite. Of course. <laughs> yes. 
but I mean her character. Oh, definitely. Because like I just said, she had uh, Assemblyman Cool confused.com because he did think she was truly on his side. And I was like, dude, what is your problem? And then for her, she, I at one point was like, is she really helping or is she like, what is she trying to- I think at one point she did kind of- um, betray them or she did something she did she did because that's it made me wonder is she trying to like step herself up on the ladder for herself or what is she doing I'm a little confused here yeah but she was brilliant and I especially love like in the um final episodes if not the final episode she had me super dead when she made that uh lady of justice pose like when I think one of the students realized oh you were the mastermind behind all of this and she was like you didn't know and I was like chick it's all yours it's all yours ah she was funny so anything else you noticed about it um no overall I think we've touched on most everything that was an issue for me characters actors I think the casting was done well I think each character played their role did their part they were interesting to me I liked the way they you know did what they were supposed to be doing at those times so overall yeah I enjoy it yeah I mean I I think sometimes it's you know how do I say this so with tv shows and I especially notice it with movies. When you're in the movie, when you're in the show, it's like, it's all hyped up. I'm a fiend. That's how I felt with this show. Like truly you guys. And now it's like, I still enjoy the show. I would still recommend the show, but it's not like I have that urgent love of the show the way that I did when it was, when I was watching it. And I think it's because of the psychology of binge watching or either it's, some of it is like these South Korean dramas, like let's keep it a hundred y'all. They know how to make some good crack. Like <laughs> they, <laughs> they know how to make some good crack. Okay. Like they be straight putting in effort. I don't know their powder to cocaine ratio is or however you mix that crack, but they good because over and over again, it's like maybe two months after a show, I'm like, I like the show, but I was in love with that show. I was in love with that show. And so it's the same with this. Looking back on the show, it's definitely worth a good watch and, and giving it an opportunity. It, it is a lot of how to get away with murder, but I like Law & Order. I like shows like that for the most part. So I do to have well. something that's 16 episodes instead of like five seasons, yeah, I'd rather watch this than watch, you know, bless her and goodness knows she is talented. It's not bubbles and all, but I was so much <laughs> rather watch this show than watch, um, what's her name? Why am I blanking her name? Viola Davis. Thank you. I would much rather watch this show than watch Viola Davis and gang and five or six seasons and have it be drawn out. Like it's, it's like the difference between, you know, getting like the quick fix versus I guess the long, is there such a thing as a long fix? I'm rambling, you guys. I yeah, I don't know. But I am going to also say that I feel like, too, one of the things, because I didn't watch How to Get Away with Murder, like, totally. Mm. I started it off probably 
five episodes, then I was done. <laughs> and same reasoning, lots of flipping, flopping, moving backwards, forward. Right. I'm lost on who's where, what, when, and why. But then my mom during COVID, when COVID first hit, was really into it. So like, sometimes in order for me to watch my dramas and them not bother me, I had to watch they shit. <laughs> At the time for her, it was how to get away with murder. So I would watch, you know, catch bits and pieces here. And so I started getting a little bit involved enough. I'm midway in the story. I couldn't tell you what season we were in or any of that. And I'm catching on to how they're moving and the stuff they're doing and how they keep slithering away each and every time from being the one or being the one who did it or they're moving bodies because like they was involved in some dirty shit like they was doing foul moving bodies burying bodies and then trying to cover yeah, it all see, up no. and fix that part so like what I appreciate about this was one it was clean like in the story it was clean they were not ever truly the people involved in the dirt they were the ones who might have known something saw a piece of something and withheld information but they weren't the ones actually doing dirty like for instance when yesu and boyfriend got into it and boyfriend fell out they easily could have jumped up moved his body put him somewhere you know right. like they could have taken it that route but i'm grateful that they didn't and that they were i guess those law students we really never delve too much into their law schooliness <laughs> here you got more of the schooliness and what was going on in school and what they were learning in class there it was more literally they were involved in these actions and yeah it was weird I, I don't well, well you know I don't it's know. interesting because, oh what? go ahead go 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 you're fine uh well I, what I was gonna say you did get some schooliness like you did get some South Korean law school culture because when folks would go back to their desks in the library studying and people would put all these post-it notes trying to clown them and all kinds of shade and abuse i was like well dang that's just mean i mean folks would be like you need to get out of here we don't like you you're messing up our education like just like well, that was because of the schmear campaign assemblyman cool son ran on her so you know but but it happened also with um king soul a like remember she got some too <laughs> Oh, I missed that. I might have skipped. Right. When they, when they <laughs> like when, when the students didn't like a kid, they told them in post-it note. I mean, <laughs> she said in post-it note, you are there. I mean, in America, someone would have been catching you in the hallway. But oh, and actually that happened too, because it, remember at one point, I think King Soul A told some chick off, told the chick off and the boyfriend because she hood like that. That's that's how I had to process it. I'm like, oh, she hood like that. That's how she, she can act like that and no one else <laughs> acts like that. Everyone else thinks about like future careers and she's like, I don't give a damn. I'm gonna tell you about yourself. But yeah, they they hit her with some post-it notes. I, I missed that part. Right. I so only I saw it like, with your soul. Oh. Hmm? I only saw it with the girl, with cute girlfriend. Right. Yeah, they did it to her too, because I think they were like, at the time they were doing something, what happened with, uh, what, uh, King Saul did, was she accused of cheating? Something happened with her. Something went down with her and they were like, we gonna, you know, post-it notes you to, to kingdom come and we're like pimp slap you with post-it notes. So, um, but no, I think that it's like, I was super like addicted all the way through. Like once I really started watching the show, I was addicted. It maybe took me like the second episode because yeah, when I watched How to Get Away with Murder, 
I think I watched like two, maybe three shows. And I was like, uh-uh, I don't like these people. Um, <laughs> this isn't cutting it for me. And I'm gonna keep it 100 for me as well. But with this show, it was like two episodes in, I was like, oh, okay, I can watch this. But what kind of lost me, I think the reason why it's like a B and not an A is because the final episode, like I, I allowed for the fact that um, Kang Sol and Han Jun Junwi. Yeah, thank you for that. I knew it wasn't going to be a hundred percent romance, but I thought there'd be some like more light flirtation than just you know just friends and arms, right? And so in the final episode, you see them pretty much kind of come back. Like I'm assuming that this is now well after they've graduated from law school and they're basically being called in to to work a case and it gives them the opportunity to all walk in unison towards the courtroom so they can get that final shot right and i need you to be very clear that was not all that was her june we and yakuza right. that was it they didn't even get Ijeon in that that walk in like i was expecting her to at least be part of that she was she was vital in my opinion. She was Yakrates' backhand on every angle. So why did they cut her out of that? But yeah, it was just those three walk in, but go ahead. And I kind of felt like if they didn't give us the romance before, they had a prime opportunity to kind of tell us what happened to these students after. You know what I'm saying? Like they should have been giving us a little bit of each character in that final episode. And they didn't do that. We didn't see, oh, okay, this is where this person ended up, or this is how this person. And then when you see them together, it's, there's, it's not even like, oh, hey, honey, let's win this case. You, they had no romance. It was nothing. I was like, why don't you even, they're getting on my nerves, damn it. And I was going to say that I could see them, like there's a couple of dramas of late where I see where they leave room for a possible if it did really well, we could do a season two. And especially because it's on Netflix. Cause like there are some Netflix dramas that are kind of cracking me up because you're like, okay, did you sign an exclusive contract with Netflix? Cause you in all the damn dramas that they show. Song Kang for anybody who don't know who I'm talking about. Song Kang is every fucking world Netflix. And in Novelera, they left us a, no, it wasn't Novelera. Oh, shoot, I cannot remember what drama it was, but they left us a little bit of room where I was like, okay, is a season two coming for this? And it was also because they did it for Love Alarm and season two was some bullshit. But yeah, it was. <laughs> it was because I finally found my way to Love Alarm and I was like, okay, I could watch a season two. And then they did a season two and I was like, what is this? I, I don't, it's been so long. I don't even know who's who anymore and I don't care. <laughs> It was girl. Weird. Yeah. And I think that's what's been going on is that they're trying to lull, lull in the concept of season twos. But I'm going to say right here, right now, I like not having season twos. I like you giving me a clean, like you said, story in 16, 20, 12. 12 is becoming my new number. 12. Shoot. I can deal with you just giving me what you're going to give me, making it good, making it clear. But this drawn out shit, like season twos are for, for the birds. Let's not do that, y'all. Please. Or, or, if, or if do it the Japanese way and give us 10. Because they be, they sometimes do Man. six. They don't give a damn. They, will, they, they just will. like, you're going to get the story we give you. I'm like, <laughs> okay. What's that one I just watched switch? It was 10. 
That's what I'm saying. If your writing is crisp and you are true to the characters and you know how to craft everything and put a scene together, we don't need seasons upon seasons because trust and believe marriage featuring love and divorce. Oh, I'm so skimming that. I'm only skimming it so that I can get to the parts with the, um, the wife whose husband was a professor and left her for the young thing. That's all I'm watching for. I'm just waiting for her to get with that guy that they all have a crush on at work. That is all I'm trying to watch. I'm not trying to watch that show for real, for real. I am not interested in marriage featuring love and divorce a second season if they are giving us more of the same wishy-washy. I get, I get that it is Dallas. It is... Uh, Falcon uh, thank you thank you, you know. thank you so that's so I helpful that's what it is once you recognize it for what it is and I don't know what other shows it's been so long I can't remember any of the <laughs> things you see and repeated and you're like oh yeah that's what the the parental figures used to watch um but I understand, like, once you understand that it is a nighttime soap opera and it's just about fabulous looking people, supposedly, just being ratchet or pissed off because someone else is ratchet. Like, I'm waiting for them to resolve stuff and that's not what they're doing. What they are doing, Netflix and whoever the production company, what is that, Studio Dragon, who knows? What they are doing is making a big error because they are disrespecting the audience, those of us who they didn't know existed, that they're just learning about, who've been watching these dramas for a long time. We know what we like. There's a reason we started watching those dramas. And it's not just because it's from a different country. It's because of the formatting too is because of what the formatting does for the story, how it makes the story more concise. If you're dragging this crap out, then you're jerking us around. So that's why I'm not trying to watch all that. Now, will I understand a show like Kingdom having a second season? Fine. If you are that freaking stellar, I'm allowing for every once in a while, some show is going to have a second season. But y'all are doing too much now because you take in some shows that should have been 16 episodes and you're only giving us eight so that you can drag it out later. And you know that's wrong. Have you been watching Love Featuring Marriage and Divorce this season too? I've been skimming it. Okay, I haven't watched not one drop yet because I wanted it to be fully done so I could. It's not going to be fully done. No, no, no. Oh, really? Oh, shit. The reason I say oh, that, I'm totally pulling Jesus. out my ear, but the reason I don't think it's going to be fully done is Penthouse. Oh, if gosh. they have a Penthouse 3, that's what they're trying to do. Well, they need to not because, again, like I said, I was I was doing it so I could do just what you said, but skim quickly. Like I didn't want to have to wait to go, oh, what's going to happen here? Because then I'll start digging in. But like I needed to, like you said, I'm 
trying to find out about the doctor because the doctors who pissed me off the hardest i'm also trying to look we have gone off into a whole nother drama y'all we are so sorry but here we are the doctors who pissed me off the hardest and then i also wanted to know about the one who um had the bitch wife like no offense i'm a female so anybody who wants to try to give me some slack whatever but you know I'm not telling you much. I'm not telling you anything. Um, when I say this, I watched bits and pieces of the last two episodes, like the last current episodes. Right. And there was a scene with the bitchy wife when she is sitting in front of her mother and father-in-law, the side chick and her husband. And that whole scene was a waste of time. It was her being pissed off. It was the um, mother and father trying to keep the peace. And it was the side chick, you know, like trying to make herself small. And, oh, I'm so sorry this happened. It was a wasted scene. There was no point. If it had been in a Tyler Perry show where they go round and round and round, I wouldn't have been surprised. There was, there was no furthering <laughs> of the plot or the story. It was just another opportunity oh, for oh, the Jesus. bitchy wife to be mad. That's not the kind of show and I want to watch. And that's what I'm getting agitated about because like, she had her faults for what they wore from beginning and being bitchy was one. She had her faults, but like, by the time he officially announced he had done what he had done and he had went off to the left, I needed for her to like, let go. Why was she like, I wanted her to not hold on to that crazy because girl, you could do better. You ain't got to be bothered with that. If that's what he chose to do. And if she's you young, right. <sighs> she's young. She cute. And she rich chick. Why are you still there? Even if you want to say it's because of ego, you're dragging it out for no reason. I understand it's a different culture, but like you got a whole side chick right there with her own drama happening. Like, no. And that's what I'm saying. When you drag it out or have the same people bumping and conflicting against each other, that's just to keep people eyes on the story. That's not because like, I'm the chick who wants to see, um, each of these women reinvent themselves. Like I'm that chick. Yeah, I'm the yeah. chick who's like, I like shows like Run the World. I like shows like the the First Wives Club. I like, or yeah, the show and the movie, First Wives Club or whatever. I want to see them reinvent themselves. I want them to, I want to see them be brought low and then pull themselves together and then win. And it's taking too long to get to this win. It's wasting my time. So that's why I've been skimming. Cause I was like, well, maybe this looks like one of them is figuring it out. Oh, no, she just mad again. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, the, okay. Like for example, I saw a scene where the wife who had been taking care of her professor husband for mm -hmm. all this time. And then he straight dumps her for the young girl. Mm -hmm. The young girl meets with her and says, hey, I want us to be friends because I'm going to be marrying him and I want my, I want your kids in the wedding and I want the us hell? to be, thank you, thank you. Girl, stop, okay. Right, so 
in and of itself, am I okay with that scene? Yes. Because sometimes you got to get mad to then get even. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's just see how trifling this chick is so that we can get to the other side. So I can start seeing the wife win. Right. But if she has two or three or four or five scenes, just like that, no, I'm not trying to watch that. That's a waste of my time. You know how many other good Asian dramas I could be watching instead of watching this Tyler Perry mess? It might be a, a very polished Tyler Perry drama. <laughs> it might be Sisters, but it's the <laughs> South Korean version of it. We just didn't know. We just oh, didn't Jesus. know because we're not used to seeing that, right? We're not used no. to recognizing the bits and pieces. If we had seen a wig fall off, we would have been like, oh, that's a Tyler Perry film. <laughs> we we would have known. We would have known. But we didn't know oh, because geez. everything looked so smooth and they seduced us and kind of drew us in initially. Let's see. We'll see how it goes. But back to law school, say we need to wrap up. To end it. Um, I will say, yes, the final episode kind of took away any kind of extra points it would have had. I would have loved to have seen all the characters to get some kind of catch up to know where they were going. Um, and like you said, if they do try to leave something open for a next season, I would be interested in watching it. So I won't die if they don't. I mean, I would prefer they not do it, but if they're going to do it, hopefully they use the same writers because the writers were pretty good. How about you, Song Ray? Um, I'm going to say that I, I would be done. I, I wouldn't go for season two of this. I don't think, again, that it was badly done. It was just for me because of how it was done and the, the confusion that I felt upon watching, I wouldn't want to do that to myself a second time. So I, I wouldn't go in for a season two with this, but I enjoyed the show. I would definitely tell people to watch it because especially if you're into legal dramas, mysteries, figuring out, solving it, the whodunits, this is definitely up your alley and I think you would really enjoy. Plus, the cast was stellar. They had the bomb.com cast in there and I think they all did a great job doing their Oh my gosh. How do we forget Mr. Copyright? The copy of Oh, Lord have mercy with the afro. Yes. You are so right. <laughs> Thank you. He's Thank you. He's Thank awesome you. and he's in everything as well. So like they had great actors and people that you have, will definitely see and know and it just made the drama more fun to watch as opposed to just sticking to one plot and one thing. So, I don't know. I would definitely encourage you to watch it. I just personally would not go in for a second season. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, you know how we talk and how we kind of go around the mulberry bush to get to the end. So I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. And please, you can always find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can listen to us everywhere, but you can definitely find us Instagram, all of that. If you want to correct us, tell us where we got it right, we got it wrong, where you agreed, where you, dis where you disagree, please hit us up. And most Otherwise, in particular, I would definitely say, please come to www.blackgirlsoul.com and you can oh, see yes. it all, including blog posts. Yes, and yes. Things please that come to adding. our website and break it down. Please add some comments because then you'll really stand out for us. We'll be like, oh, okay, we got a comment here. Let's, you know, respond and, you know, chop it up. Anyway, this is Black Girl Soul. I am something else and Song Ray. 
Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Soul. We enjoyed having you, and please subscribe, like, and follow our Facebook page, YouTube channel, Twitter page, Instagram page, and join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Patreon. Please look below for links. See you guys next week. Bye.